Welcome to the Stress-Free Living Show. My name is Kara, and I'm a registered nurse and holistic health coach, and I help ambitious women just like you who struggle with binge eating disorders and diabetes heal the stress from within in a completely holistic way that addresses more than behavior and food. My mission is to permanently help you reclaim your health, vitality, self-esteem, and confidence so that you experience the happiness, joy, and wealth that comes with true holistic healing. You've come to the right place, and I can't wait for you to experience the same joy and love for yourself that comes with that holistic transformation. Thank you for joining for today's episode, and also thank you to everyone who has left a podcast review or rating. Um, You know this really helps the podcast be seen by other people who are searching for natural ways to manage their stress, improve their health and relationship with food and body. And my goal of having this show, guys, in the first place is to be that support network uh, and have a podcast that I needed when I was down and out and I was just looking all over the place for solutions to manage my stress and heal my body back around seven years ago. And, you know, I was opening my Google browser and I was like, you know, you guys wouldn't believe what I had typed in there, like all the way from, you know, how to heal yourself from binge eating to you know, how to quit sugar and things like that. And I was just like grasping at straws, just trying to figure out a solution to my problem. So if you have a moment today, I would so appreciate it if you went over to the podcast where you are listening and leave a review and type what you love about this show and maybe mention something you would like to hear more about. Um, And then once you're done doing that, make sure to email me at vitalitycoaching.usa.gmail.com which I've linked in the show notes to let me know what name you left the review with because I'm doing a giveaway every month of a $25 gift card to Amazon or a small business of your choice if you'd prefer to support a small business um, during this time. Um, I'm doing that every single month, so I really uh, appreciate that and thank you so much. And if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. There is something that everyone can really take away from this podcast, but mainly we focus on how to heal binge eating and diabetes or elevated blood sugar by changing the way we view our lives, which foods we choose, and you're not going to hear run-of-the-mill stuff here. I present my true thoughts on what is needed when we want to heal imbalanced blood sugar and eating disorders because I share what I've done to heal my own eating disorder, which was bulimia and keeping improving and healing for the last three years. And there's no going back, and I know that for a fact. We also have a new Facebook page called The Stress-Free Living Show that I've linked in the show notes as well. And make sure to follow along if you're on Facebook so you can get notified of any guests coming on the show. And um, I'll put a thread there to see if you have any questions. And then you can get notifications on episode releases. And it's just um, another place to connect with um, me and the podcast. So now today, it's been on my heart recently to talk about what it means to value yourself. Because I've seen so many people and women walking around, going to work, hanging out with friends, and just saying a lot of things and doing a lot of things that just shows that you do not value yourself very highly. So what does it mean to value ourselves? To answer this question, we need to also answer what is self-worth? Self-worth and self-esteem go hand in hand. Self-worth addresses an emotional side of believing that you are good at your core and you deserve well in your life. Having self-esteem means that you feel good about yourself and you have a sense of confidence in yourself. Self-confidence 
that means that you trust yourself and what you're able to do. And these all tie into self-value in a really cool way. When you value yourself, you are acting out of self-esteem and belief that you deserve well and that you treat yourself as such. So valuing yourself is reflected in behavior. It's influenced by thoughts and beliefs, and when you do these things that reflect your value in yourself, you step into the next moments of your life with more confidence, ease, and love. It's like organizing the soul and acknowledging with your actions that you truly matter, because you do. It makes you become uh, more patient in your life. So there are many, just many benefits besides just taking care of yourself and improving your experience and the health of your mind and your thoughts conversation that you have every single day. There's a lot more benefits to the world um, besides just, you know, valuing yourself and what it might seem at face value. So here are a few of my favorite ways to increase self-value because they work so well for me. Number one, when you're walking around somewhere you've never been, or maybe somewhere you have been, walk purposefully, acting like you're supposed to be there. Smile with your eyes and your face and hold your shoulders up and back and take it all in. Number two, tell yourself I am beautiful regularly, or I am blank whatever you're not feeling at the time, but want to be feeling. Because you are truly beautiful, no matter what anyone else says, because beauty comes from more than just outward appearance. It comes from our hearts and our actions and our character. So we have to work on our thought content and telling ourselves that. Number three, start lifting weights. And I say weights because specifically uh, weights, because routinely lifting weights improves our muscle tone and adds to longevity, supports our bones, joints, and tendons, and also a healthy metabolism. If you have more muscle, you end up burning more calories because muscle burns more calories than fat does. Four, treat others how you want to be treated. This is famously known as the golden rule, but I think sometimes this is forgotten or underrated, actually. Giving an example of what this means is, or like, you know, in a in a life, um, everyday life sense, let's say somebody texts you or calls you and you don't respond. Maybe because you were busy and forgot, but then you never actually end up responding. Then when somebody does it to you, you get upset and butthurt over it. It's always important to demonstrate behavior and treatment to others that you want to see back to you in return. The fifth point is another side tangent from that treating others how you want to be treated is adding value um, to your own life by practicing forgiving others. When you're feeling annoyed or hurt by somebody, one of the most important things you can do for them and yourself is to forgive them. Now you might actually be thinking right now, well, Kara, I don't exactly feel like like I'm in a forgiving spirit right now. I'm so tired and this is happening. I don't have the energy for this. That's okay. I just want to say Um, you can go ahead and say to God, God, I forgive them. I don't feel it right now, but I'm making a conscious action to forgive them, a conscious decision. And um, personally, guys, I've seen so many weird little miracles come from this little action of saying that even before I feel it. I was recently feeling hurt by somebody and they weren't exactly talking to me or reaching out to me in the same way as they had been before. And we were friends and hanging out. And so we kind of have, you know, you know, drifted away. So I was feeling hurt and I was tempted to harden my heart and just hold a grudge against them and treat them with the same treatment that I was receiving. 
But then I say, okay, let me actually try forgiving them instead. Within minutes, that person had walked over to me and started a conversation and we had reestablished a cordial communication and it blew me away, guys. So do not forget to forgive and don't underestimate it either. Number six. Also, this should be the second golden rule that I made that up, but I think it should be another golden rule. Thinking about yourself, how you want others to think about you and see you. I had to do this intentionally during times where I didn't feel very attractive compared to some of the other people I was spending time with. I was scared that they would see me as unattractive and would treat me differently. So I needed to start viewing myself differently. Think of myself as beautiful and sexy and charming. And as it turns out, I did know how to be charming, but my anxiety was getting in the way. Number seven. It really gets down to the little things, small things that you might not feel matter at all. But examples of this are changing your phone screen protector if it's cracked. And this is the moment where I hope everybody is using a screen protector on their $1,000 phones to protect their investment. But not only is it distracting to have a cracked phone screen and kind of like annoying, but it keeps like keeping a cracked phone screen on for weeks to a month is almost like telling yourself it's okay for me to have damaged things. And it conflicts with self-valuing behaviors. So value yourself and change your phone screen protector. Number eight, getting organized in your house, your cupboards, etc. I had a guest on a couple weeks ago, David uh, Lose, who talked about getting organized. And that just made me think about this during this podcast episode. So getting organized could mean closing your browser tabs, beginning to use the art of feng shui in your apartment or house where you're putting furniture and things in an aesthetically pleasing manner that makes you feel calm and at home. Or it could mean going to that cupboard that's like kind of disorganized, like where your where your supplements are or like all your like toiletries and kind of just like organizing that. Um, it's difficult to get your best work done when you've got a huge mess in the kitchen and piles of laundry and piles of clothes that are dirty or clean, but you're not really sure. Files scattered about. Take the time and get organized and you will feel better. I've got a little mess going on over there in my room, so I've got to actually practice what I'm preaching a little bit um, today. But <laughs> I say this because keeping a clean and organized space does in fact contribute to higher self-value because it helps you feel better and it helps you stay on task since you're minimizing distractions and then managing your time more effectively. Then you have more time for the things you truly love. And playing, uh, making time more, f- like making more effective time management means like, Like, let's say you're like working on something for work, you're typing something out, and all of a sudden you notice, oh, you gotta go get something in the kitchen, you gotta get a glass of water, you're gonna make yourself like a smoothie, but then, oh, it turns out your blender is dirty because you didn't do the dishes yet, and then all of a sudden everything's stacked on top of the blender, and then pretty soon you're so sidetracked, like, you've been distracted like three or four times already, and it just doesn't help your productivity and it really takes away from putting your best work out and that can diminish your self-value. So when you have more effective time management and you know you're getting organized, you have more times more time for playing with the dog or going on a hike or spending time with being present with your partner and believe me, your partner will really love that and treat you better as a result of that. Number nine, closing extra browser tabs. By the way, if you're not wanting to close them for a purpose of work or not forgetting something, I totally, totally get that. 
Start using something like Google Chrome and using an application plugin called OneTab. It allows you to condense all of your open tabs down into later for later use so you don't lose them. And that's been like a game changer for me, honestly. And number 10 is lastly, make a list of things that you really love to do for yourself. Things like pampering, relaxing, things like that. And my list looks a little bit like this. Walking around a botanical garden, playing with dogs or baby animals, getting a massage, getting a pedicure and manicure, taking a day trip to the beach, going on a hike somewhere new, like sort of like an adventure, um, cooking a new recipe or a meal from scratch and sipping a fancy wine while doing it. Pick one of these things and put one thing on the calendar each week and make sure to do it. Commit to doing it. Pick some things that are free along with some of the things that cost money. So if you can't spare the extra uh, extra expense for a massage, you can still do something nice and self-care-like for yourself to recharge and show yourself some love and value. So here's a concept. How do you balance having healthy self-worth with being too confident or a little cocky, for example? We all have that person in our life that comes to mind with this and we just think, why are they so full of themselves or why are they doing that? Many times, cockiness, pride, or putting off a, like, I'm better than you vibe is a result of insecurity underneath the surface that somebody hasn't dealt with. Trauma from the past or feeling fear that if you don't put on a front, people will see you for who you really are and they won't like you. And, you know, this kind of, like, front is, like, very forced and it's kind of ingenuine. But here's a secret. We all want to see you for who you really are. (laughs) So take time during your self-reflection and kind of compare these statements. A statement like, I am well and capable to do this versus I'm way more qualified than her to do this. The difference between those is one demonstrates a higher self-value, the first one versus the second one, which is more of a demonstration of like what it means to be full of yourself or, you know, putting others down at the expense to make yourself feel better. And that actually does diminish your self-value as well, because we're not actually addressing like the root of why you're feeling low in self-value or insecure. So think about that if you are examining this area of your life. And as we wrap up today's episode, the affirmation for this week is that When I intentionally value myself with my thoughts and my actions, I am making my community and world a better place. This week, I want to leave you with that and just remember how high value you are and nobody can take that from you because when we understand the importance of self-value and we practice it, we treat others better too. We are happier and we're more secure and security is a must in a healthy relationship. So if you're, if you're working on this, your partner also benefits and your friends benefit and it creates a ripple effect into your community and the world. So I have a challenge for you this week too, and that's listen to your friends and people around you and see how they talk about themselves when they're around others. One really interesting time to do this is when we're eating around others. Um, I hear people criticizing their food choices in front of one another all the time, saying things like, I'm eating this now, but next week I'm going on a cleanse, so it's not a big deal. I believe this needs to stop. It's completely diminishing to who we are, and it puts negativity on our choices all around our life. It affects everything. Our choices around money, choices around when to go to sleep. 
So I just want to remind you how high value you are. And this is one of those beautiful things that nobody can take from you and it is untouchable. And give yourself the permission today to take the steps to increase your self-worth and watch your life change for the better forever. Thank you guys. Bye.